from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those who can never know enough about history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're looking at a milestone in radio history, the day when the first black radio station took to the airwaves. The day was October 3rd, 1949. Word Radio became the first station owned and operated by black Americans. The station was located at 54 Hillard Street in the Sweet Auburn District of Atlanta, Georgia. It was purchased by local bank president and accounting professor Jesse B. Blayton Sr. for the price of $50,000. Housed in a small, unassuming brick building, it wasn't the largest radio station in town, and with just 1,000 watts of power, it wasn't the most wide-reaching one either. But Blayton hoped that word that's W-E-R-D, could still serve as a way to reach and engage with the city's black community. And in the next two decades that followed, that's exactly what it did. Jesse Blayton was no stranger to making history. In 1928, after several years of teaching accounting at Morehouse College, Blayton decided to become an accountant himself. That year, he took and successfully passed the Georgia Accounting Examination, This made him the fourth African-American in the country to become a certified public accountant and the first black CPA ever in the state of Georgia. 
Two years later, Blayton took a job as professor of accounting at the University of Atlanta. During the early years of his tenure there, he was disheartened by the low number of young African Americans pursuing his profession. By that point, Blayton had opened his own accounting practice and was the founding president of Georgia's Mutual Federal Savings and Loan Association. He wanted the next generation of black Americans to take a similar hands-on role in the financial sector. But due to segregation and other racist practices, most black students he spoke to felt discouraged from entering such professions. That realization sent Blayton in search of a way to bolster the confidence of Atlanta's black community and to make its members feel more connected and engaged with one another. With that aim in mind, he purchased a small floundering radio station and changed its format to Black Appeal, programming aimed specifically at young African Americans. Blayton was clear about his intentions for the station, saying, quote, My purpose is to put on programs which will aid in creating more goodwill between the races in this area, and I wish to say that my desire is to create that goodwill within the existing pattern of this community. I believe strongly in this pattern and am going to do everything I can to maintain it and strengthen it. It was a noble goal, but accomplishing it wouldn't be easy. For starters, the black-owned station was only allowed to broadcast from sunrise to sunset, a restriction that wasn't placed on other white-owned stations. In addition, Word was only allocated 1,000 watts of power, which meant its radio signal wasn't strong enough to reach the outer edge of the city or the surrounding suburbs. Despite these limitations, Word Radio still found a healthy-sized audience when it first went on the air on October 3, 1949. At the time, roughly a third of Atlanta's 331,000 residents were African American, and the majority of them lived well within the station's range. Of course, Jesse Blayton Sr. had his hands pretty full with teaching classes and running a bank. He didn't have much time left over to run a radio station as well. Soon after buying it, he hired his son Jesse Jr. to act as station manager in his stead. Jesse turned out to have a keen eye for talent, eventually bringing on veteran Atlanta DJ Jockey Jack Gibson to serve as the voice of Word. Jesse Jr. also replaced the previous station's all-white staff with a team of black announcers and hired Joe Howard, Roosevelt Johnson, and Jimmy Winnington to plan the station's programming. Those three men, along with DJ Gibson, became known as the station's Four Horsemen, a misleadingly ominous nickname for some of the most esteemed and well-liked radio personalities of the era. A bit later, Jesse Jr. also brought on a de facto fifth horseman, program director Ken Knight. With this all-star crew in place, Word Radio quickly became a hit with Atlanta's black community. Not only did it play good music from a mix of genres like R&B, jazz, and gospel, it also provided local news, educational shows, radio plays, and church services. The station served as a rare platform for local black musicians and community leaders, voices who otherwise wouldn't be heard publicly in the Jim Crow South. As the civil rights movement marched on through the 1950s, the station found itself uniquely positioned to serve as a mouthpiece for its leaders. That's because Word was located in the same Masonic building as the headquarters of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, or the SCLC. In fact, the office of the group's founder, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., was directly below the second-floor station. 
According to DJ Gibson, that arrangement led to a system where Dr. King would just hit the ceiling of his office with a broomstick whenever he wanted to make an announcement on air. Sometimes King would go up to the studio to broadcast his message, but if time was tight, Gibson would simply lower a microphone to him through the studio window. In that way, word radio played a critical role in the civil rights movement, allowing for the coordination of marches and other events, and for the dissemination of civic messages, like encouraging black citizens to vote. Word radio was so successful that in 1954, the Blaytons were able to purchase a second station, KREL, in Baytown, Texas, just outside of Houston. As for the Atlanta original, it remained on the air until 1968, when Jesse Blayton Sr. retired and sold the station. Although he was out of the radio business, Professor Blayton continued to play an active role in his community, right up until his death on September 7, 1977. In recognition of his pioneering work, he was posthumously inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame in 1995. The building that once housed Word Radio now pulls triple duty, operating as a museum, event space, and an active hair salon. Its current owner, hairstylist Reese DeForest, only meant to use the storefront as a salon, but after he leased it and learned of the building's historic past, he decided the space should also serve as a tribute to two of its most famous former tenants. The first, of course, is Jesse Blayton Sr., and visitors can learn more about black radio history by perusing the museum's collection of vinyl records and other historic items from the station's heyday. The other portion of the museum is devoted to beauty product mogul Madam C.J. Walker and features an assortment of mid-century hair tools from when the building served as one of her beauty shops and salons. We'll save Walker's story for another day. But as a fellow self-made black entrepreneur, she and Jesse Blayton Sr. seem right at home together. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Also, if you find yourself in Atlanta this afternoon, head down to the intersection of Auburn Avenue and Hillard Street for a pop-up block party celebrating the birthday of Word Radio. You can stop by the Madam Museum and get a haircut while you're at it. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 